Um, what deck should you not play? Zard. I think playing yeah. Zard box, like if you're not super well versed with it, um, or uh, like a top fifty player is like kind of suicide into this big event because you're gonna have to play perfectly. What up, guys? Welcome to Faded Town, number one Pokemon podcast in the world. These are facts. <laughs> Look over the book in a book, Google it, local library, whatever you gotta do. Um, Poker stats, you know. Rule's back. What's Hello, up, Rule? How you been, man? Doing good. Um, <laughs> been a while since we've done this, uh, but uh, I'm excited to, I guess, like talk about i mean you you know me you guys know me i love right. talking about pokemon state of affairs whatever yeah it's fun 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 times spend a minute it finally feels like like we're back we're not going anywhere there's nothing there's hopefully there's no tragedies that happen we get full season we, we have some fun here you know um we got a lot to talk about today we're gonna hit um all the news pokemon news what yeah. what we know, what we don't know. Um, we'll talk about regionals, registrations, pricing. Um, then we'll probably then we'll hit our breakdown like we always do. We'll tell you what to play, what's not to play, what what's the sleeper picks. We'll have all that good information for you. Yeah. But overall, I've been super excited for this season. I wasn't gonna play. And then Japan got announced. I was like, I should probably play. Also, like, I just haven't never got my invite, and I'm like, I can't just hang it up. Sure, yeah. I mean, it's that. like one of those where it's like it seems super daunting. Um, like I tell this to a lot of players, where like it feels super daunting to get that first invite, but once you do it the first time, you've already like cleared that wall. So in your mind, um, you can now start thinking about something. It's like the same thing where it's like. You've never day two to regionals. So in your mind, you're thinking, oh, my God, I need a day two. I need a day two. But once you clear that wall for the first time, it's like, okay, I know what that feels like. I know what we've done. Like, like I remember my first world. I was I was an absolute nervous wreck. Like, um, I switched decks, like, three times before <laughs> we had to turn in lists. And it was, like, paper deck lists back then. Um, oh and gosh. so I remember, um, I know this is a tangent, but, like, I vividly remember, like, it was 2016 worlds. And this was the year where we were delayed on the start. And I was day one. So it was, like... I think we were supposed to start at like eight, but we ended up starting at like nine thirty, maybe. And so they were walking around collecting paper deck lists, and I had like three lists and three decks, and I just kept like switching and switching and switching. And I ended up like locking in um, the deck that my group didn't like. I think it was like me, like I was. We were like messaging each other too downstairs, and like I think it was like me, Jeremy, Jalen, um, ended up pivoting off of Greninja, which the rest of the group played into like Night March. And I I don't know why, like what possessed me, but I just remember like how nervous and like. Um, I, I don't know. It was just like, I was, I was a mess, but once you just get right. into worlds was like super exciting for me. Like I remember picking up my kit for the first time and like looking through everything. And, um, it, it's, it's, it's a different feeling knowing that you uh, earned that invite for the first time. Right. I was, a what was a DC and I was hanging out with all you guys. Yeah. And, and then when we went to pick up our swag, you guys all went to competitors and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this again. Like if I go, I have, I need an invite. I can't be in the, I can't be the one guy that goes over to spectators. But, <laughs> Hi guys. Yeah, I can't Bye, do that I'll catch you on the flip side. 
but um, I'm excited. Uh, correct me or wrong. Is there more regionals this year than ever before, or is that uh, it's like 16 a normal normal number? We have 14, I think, right now. Oh, is it 14 plus NAIC? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have 14 so listed right now. Is that um, normal? I think, I think we're, I think, plus one or even if I'm... Okay. I don't know. It just I'm, seemed like a lot to me. I was like, I don't if remember if there I'm being that many. I think, I think we've had 13 or 14 in years past. Okay. And um, I think there's a world where they actually add one more. Okay. Um, that sounds cool. And I think it might be like a NorCal one because I've, I've, it's, we've never not had a NorCal dope. one, right? Like, right. It feels like, um, yeah, we're still like Seattle or, or something. Yeah, that'd be cool. No, Portland already gets one, so that counts, I think. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true, Portland. Um, so I think this, this is either tied for or we have passed the um, most regionals. Okay. So, which are like when I seen that, and then we didn't have local events for like a week or something and then we are going to have yeah, local yeah. events yeah so for everyone so, watching um at the beginning when they announced the regional circuit everyone was like oh my god no locals like how are we going to get our invite what's the situation everyone panicked a little bit um and then it looks like emails went out to tournament organizers like league leaders sorry is probably the better um uh term to use like it went out to league leaders to basically be like hey can you please confirm attendance in the last couple months of your league like are people actually coming like what's the situation so we can prepare for local events starting in january um and now we don't know if that means that like come january 1st organizers will be able to schedule things um or or like sorry like maybe like in november or something they get a follow-up email saying that you've been granted a cup or a challenge or whatever and i if i remember correctly cups are cups and challenges are both monthly no no, cups are quarterly challenges are monthly um and so if it starts in January, there's like a chance that we can get like each store will get like a third cup because um, the quarter three doesn't start till February. That'd be nice. But if they like kind of try to kick us off at the same time as Scarlet Violet um, all at once, there's a world where we could only have two cups, two challenges per or like two cups, like four or five challenges per store, which um, I could see them doing it either way. Uh, I think January makes sense if they want to kick us off at the same time as VGC because VGC starts, um, I believe they play San Diego regionals, which is January. I think so. Yeah. Uh, right, right in January. A, yeah. yeah, which would make a lot of sense because I think VGC locals will be very, very big with Scarlet and Violet. Um, and if they want to kind of kick us off there, um, we could reasonably see this like two and a half quarter system, or even just abolish the quarter system entirely. I don't know. I, I think they'll keep the quarter system. They love their quarter system. Yeah, we'll see. There's a lot of news that like we don't have. We don't have <laughs> how many yeah. points. Like, I mean, let's be real. The reg- the first regional of the year is I don't know three days away. When you guys watch it, it's probably like two days away. We don't yeah, know how many points sure. we need. We don't know like to to be like completely honest. We don't even know the pricing like for the tournament. So we all assume it's still going to be yeah, the same, which it probably it's going to be the same. But the like, they don't even. <laughs> That's actually a really good oh, point. I actually we looked at or I think I, I watched um, Azul's and um, Chips podcast, and they looked yeah, at the too. Pokemon website, and it was like useless. Like yeah. it, like when you look up regionals oh, yeah. on that, yeah, they didn't even really it. Yeah, no information. Like when you look up the regionals, it goes to last year's regionals, so it doesn't even yeah. it's not even updated to like regional list this year. So, um, so I mean, I guess there's like that glimmer of hope that we could get boosted pricing. Um, like I remember in 2016-17 season. Um, prizing was updated 
by New Year's, I think. We got like updated mm-hmm. pricing for top 64 or whatever, and the top eight pricing got changed. So there's a yeah. world maybe they were really deciding that. Maybe. I, I highly, I highly doubt it. However, me too. Um, we don't know pricing. We don't know how many points we need for worlds. We don't know how many points we get for for. No, well, regionals winning are the, the points are clear because the open points are in the system. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, so, so players were able to kind of deduce that it's the exact same, same. as last year. With okay. Yeah, that's cool. um, which leads me to believe that we'll probably follow a similar, if not the same, system for regionals as a whole. Um, and I guess I'll give my prediction. Uh, I think I think Zach that we're probably going to have. I think we're going to have a 400 point um, season with so four cups, four challenges uh, that count for your overall. Um, it might be like two per quarter um, unless they do the three quarter system thing, um, which at that point I have no clue. <laughs> my guesses are at the window, but I think 400 is very reasonable because with four cups, four challenges that can players can earn up to 260 from that if they win everything. Leaving them with a world where they just need 140 from regionals, or they could even make it like a 350 point invite um, with that system. Um, I assume there will be a BFL on regionals. There always has been. Um, it's been six yeah. uh, in years past, so I think six is probably the number we're looking at. Again, so. um, for regionals or cups, it makes sense to do the halfway point. Uh, if they do eight again, uh, that'd be kind of crazy because um, getting eight finishes in like. With with Four like months. losing losing like five months of the system is kind of yeah. crazy, um, yeah. yeah. Like I, I to put in perspective, pre COVID, um, I went to a ton of cups, and that was March. Like we we capped off in March, I think, and yeah. I had a, I only acquired like six cup finishes, um, which yeah, says had, a lot. And I went to like everything. Me too. I went to so many cups. It was crazy, and I only had like four finishes. So like good um, finishes. <laughs> so I. Uh, if if they want to kind of keep some sort of fairness, I think they'll probably end up doing the four cup four challenges. So make it so uh, more local players can push for that invite. And I think three fifty or four hundred is a very fair number to get to that invite. And then um, once you can get to that number, you're not like you're not you're not pouring out of money out of your wallet to go to like ten regionals or something. Like you yeah. probably go to two or three regionals, pick up some pity points, go to NAIC, pick up some pity points. Um, it forces players to play a little bit. Uh, like place a little bit at regionals or whatever um yeah. can focus on the local scene a little bit more as well and then um the they can save their money up for that price point which is japan which is um getting there is going to be pretty expensive but once you're there it's the cost of being there is pretty cheap actually because yeah. I'm, 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 I'm an econ major so i like read these random articles that pop up all the time because i'm a nerd um right. and the japanese yen is in the gutter right now uh which is, yeah, it is. It like is. super nice for us like i it's it's like actually like completely bogged down and like the dollar is so strong compared to the end. Um, so our dollar goes like a very long way once we're there. Yeah. When, when I traveled there, I don't know, like four years ago, it was even, which was nice because it didn't feel different. Everything like, felt the same. So I was like, uh, but it's nice. It's cheaper, you know, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think people that are grinding, you're going to have your opportunities. Obviously, Every regional you go to, you got to make count. Cause yes, absolutely. If you're not going to go to 12 regionals, like if you're going to four or five regionals and NAIC, you're going to need to get points at four or five regionals and NAIC. <laughs> the, the map does look pretty even around this time of year. Like I think, yeah. I think I saw somebody post where every regional is, and I think there's like five along the East Coast, five along the Midwest, yeah. and like four West Coast, which again, West Coast gets shafted by one 
but um that's actually like a pretty reasonable divide across the board um for people to go to the ones in their own region like yeah yeah did, like, think, uh i'm gonna look because yeah. shemansky posted exactly what it is um like for east coasters like there's probably like everyone has like two or three you can drive to i guess everything is a drive if you were really crazy but um <laughs> uh, not with this gas no not with this gas that's true um yeah. but like i think everyone has at least like two or three that are in like reasonable flying distance as well uh where like it's not going to run up the price tag too much no. um, i do know that there's a couple of regionals that are like pretty pricey like going from east to west is a little bit pricier west to east you know vice versa um so like those players who are uh thinking about hitting some of the ones in the middle ground um can find ways to do it in a reasonable manner um i have like a really good video uh, i'm plugging myself slightly here but yeah, i have like no. a really good video from about a year ago where i did like how to like kind of play credit card roulette and um get like those points and kind of recycle those over and over again uh with like hotels and stuff like that so like that's a really excellent way to um justify travel and like kind of make it cheaper on yourself um yeah. so uh if, if that, like, that's like a like something you want to do or like look into uh, excellent way to kind of mitigate the cost because i know pokemon is not getting cheaper and we can jump right into entry yeah, we'll, costs. Jump into that. we'll jump into yeah. that all right so we um, have you were right with the regionals we have five on the east coast four on the west coast and then like five in the middle um They are getting more expensive. I don't. I don't know. Like to me, maybe it's because I'm older now. Like it didn't feel expensive. I was like, oh, like I don't know. I felt like you were just, you were just paying. Yeah. Like I like everywhere I go. Like if I go to like an event to do anything, like a concert or something, like a hundred bucks sounds right, you know. So when it was sure. like seventy, sure. I was like, all right. But then like I started thinking like I don't know like three years ago it was like thirty five bucks. I mean, and and started, we we're complaining I, this. <laughs> I don't remember if when I started it was free or 20 bucks, but it was like really cheap back in like 2010, 11. Right. Um, someone can correct me in the comments if I'm wrong, but like, I think, I think it was free. Like I genuinely believe that like, I remember you could pay in bulk. I remember I brought bulk and I got into regional, just giving them bulk. Yeah, I, mean, bulk. <laughs> I understand that venues are probably more expensive and like, I'm very neutral on this issue because like, I obviously see it from both sides where like $70 is running up the bill, but I do understand that in this day and age, venues are probably significantly more expensive. We're continuing to keep COVID protocols um, with the spacing, which I've, I'm a huge fan of, like having the yeah. space in between the tables, like which, but also that demands bigger, ta like bigger venues and higher seating. And if we're trying to accommodate like a thousand competitors at every event, um, like that's going to run it up uh, if, to, to get these like bigger um, venues. But I think, I think what everyone wants, like is just to see like the receipts, like at least once mm -hmm. just being like, Hey, like, can you just show us like, why it's costing so much i know some people have done like their own little sleuthing and research on twitter and and have been like well this is how much square footage we're renting out this is what's happening this is what the price point is um which makes sense sure like i mean like i appreciate that but uh i, I was talking to nico actually about this and nico pointed out that the entry fees have been going up for them in europe as well but the venues have been the exact same they've been going to the same venues so that's something that um why I think there's like a counterpoint to be made here too, like why there's something probably more a little bit that I want to dive into. But um, for us, I think the venues are getting bigger. There's more going on. And I, I do appreciate like what we've been getting um, for our price point. Obviously 70 is still very high, uh, but I think having a couple of receipts kind of thrown out there would um, 
yeah make people feel more comfortable um yeah. i, I, I do think like i do like the, what europe did with the leal uh, i believe it's leal where they did uh 40 entries for junior seniors i think um, that is the biggest thing that our junior me. senior divisions are going down like significantly and so i would like to see that being reduced like i if I was a kid that age, there's no way my parents I could justify seventy dollars no. on top of everything to my parents, um, especially if I was just like a casual, um, which a lot of these kids are. Like a lot of these kids are yeah. not hardcore grinders. They're someone who lives nearby. Um, yeah, I mean, like it, it's the same thing VGC experienced in the last couple of years, where like the entry fees were making it so like juniors and senior division was had like two or three people, um, maybe max ten, um, and I don't want that to happen to us as well. So I think. Um, I, I would highly commend organizers if they were able to find that price point um, where they could still break even with no profit on the junior senior division. Um, I agree. Where, like I they, they kind of like not like out of the goodness of their hearts because I understand there's a business to be it's a business at the end of the day, but like kind of take a little bit of an L on the on the whole senior junior thing and just yeah encourage I growth. I don't know. I don't know. I have a hard time thinking that you really need to charge these kids that much. I don't know. I mean, I it's agree. Rough. I completely agree. It's rough because there's, especially like, I think it's gonna be weird when you go when we get to BGC because to play in a tournament costs more than to buy the entire game, which. Uh, like when you when you compare stuff like that, like obviously like a Pokemon decks like a hundred bucks or something. So it's like at no, least I mean, I've, uh, I've but, talked to VGC people because I remember like um uh early um what is it Sword and Shield like they had a ton of people, mm -hmm. but their numbers like obviously started going down. Uh, I think it is definitely hard to justify paying more than your game, yeah, uh, especially so. like when because they, they I think they get the same kickers we do for money. So like. With a hundred yeah. people, you're not. I don't. I don't. I don't believe they get the full five k. I think they get like two, maybe one point five for winning, which is like. Rough. I don't know. Like, that kind of sucks to like. I think the the days of like making your money back on regionals, I think, are over. I agree. I, I agree. Uh, it's. I mean, like, okay. even if you okay. won, you can you can keep your sealed product and like hold it long term, but it's not like the same. Where it's no. like when I was in college, I would come up to these regionals in like 2017, 18, top eight. That's or like not even top eight. Day two. Get my entry fee back. Get my ticket, plane ticket back. Sell the box. Pay for the food for the weekend, the and then like, I'm good. You know, I'm set. Yeah. Like I, because I would fly Spirit everywhere. Oh, I'm <laughs> flying Spirit everywhere still. And so like I even just, I'd be like, I can't bring that box home. <laughs> I gotta flip nope. it. That's how. That's how I was thinking in my head. I'm like, I don't even have a bag to put that. That stuff's gotta go on, on as soon as I get it. Probably find people who are willing to pay more than that seventy five the vendors used to pay yeah. because the price point of boxes has gone up as well. So you could probably get like 90, maybe even a hundred. Yeah. Um, if you cool. like kind of haggle, which is something, it's not a lot, yeah. but it's something. Yeah. It's just tough. Like you got, I don't know, even like top 16, I think it's only like 250 bucks. 500. Is it 500? Okay. Yeah. Top 32 is but top 16. Is also doing like top 16. Really? Doing you're like doing 10, really well. Like 10, three, two record or like 10. Yeah. Three, you're doing one. like, you're barely not making top eight. Yeah. You're doing great. And, like, yeah, top 32 dude, I, is only $250? That's, like, not even the plane ticket. I've gotten nine wins and ten wins at tournaments this season, uh, in this past season, and bubble top 32. So it's been it's yeah. been brutal. It's a, it's a brutal... It's brutal to even try to get your money back, which is... Yeah. Um, There's no way. You can't, like, you can't think about like it Like, hotels way. are more expensive now, too. 
Everything's just more expensive. It's not cheap anymore. No, mm. everything is. And our price, well, as far as we know, our pricing isn't any higher. So we out here for the championship points. You're not really out here to win money, to be honest. Yep. I mean, you, you get should, first, sure. You, you, got, you, should, you made you some plan, money. This is a hobby that we're spending money in, obviously. And I think, yeah, it is what yeah, it is. It is what it is at this point. Don't You don't think about making money. On, the, on this anymore. I know yeah. there used to be a lot of players that would fund their whole whole career just doing well on tournaments. And, That's what I did. Uh, I mean, like, I think I never went for a vast majority of when I played in college, I never went negative. Like, yeah. it felt super nice when I did my, like, um, expense sheet because my dad's an accountant, so he would make me do all my expenses. Ooh. And so when I would do all my expense sheets and everything, um, I never ever had to ask my parents. Okay, one time I asked my parents for money, but it was like a loan. <laughs> Um, because I couldn't pay for OCC, but um, it would be like I would never no. go in the red uh, because of I was sharing rooms. I was uh, I was basically making my money back with even a top thirty-two um, plus selling the box. You know, like top thirty would be the two fifty plus sell the yeah. box. Like I would basically make my money back on the weekend with that. But now those days have passed. <laughs> yeah, that's not happening. But I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. it. Is what it is. We'll see. Um... Again, receipts would be nice. Probably will never get that, but... It is what it is. I mean, it we'll, is. we'll hopefully maybe get some transparency. Like, it would be really cool if, like, an organizer would, like, if they're watching this, would like to hop on maybe one day and talk to us about it. Um, um, I, I know the organizer for the Baltimore one did a Q&A. Yeah, Christine. Did Christine do it? Oh, okay, I didn't know. She did a and a on Twitter, which I haven't really gone through. No one really was asking, like, um, rude questions. questions. Like, yeah, yeah hard hitting questions. Not rude, I guess you're right. But yeah, it's something to look on. We'll, I'll, I'll look at it later. But yeah, I mean, I think I think getting that trans. We've never had that like full transparency between staff right. and players, which has been something I think we've wanted for a really long time. Um, and yeah. so having some sort of segue would be really cool. Um, yeah, yeah. I think um, regionals feeling like like sneaker drops is kind of annoying too where you're like i gotta know right when this drops because of my fill up like we didn't have that issue in the past but it is what it yeah. is now i mean i, I uh, do like um their like transparency for a majority of them i do think that salt lake was a little bit scuffed uh, we um, had... i think i think west coast won't be as popular so like i will amend yeah. that i will amend that with saying that when san diego yes or um with san diego or when uh sorry i'll just say when scarlet violet comes out i think that we'll have to compete with these vgc guys and that's true when that happens with seating i do expect like the first couple to blow up like i think san diego is our kicker our kickoff um and i think like we'll probably see like three four hundred because i know the west coast has like a very strong vgc base um mm. and because it's the it's like the um premiere like not like the first one like the first scarlet violet regionals i think there will be a lot more people who are willing to travel out there for that regionals to compete um so that that might be one where like knowing the drop or knowing the yeah, allocation of slots would be very helpful um i do know that, that they're having it at the convention center which is massive um yeah. so like maybe it'll be good but also again we don't know what room they're booking or what's what's the situation because yeah. that room we had last time because it's the same i think the same place as last time was huge it was, it was absolutely huge. massive it was dope i think 
Um, you just gotta follow like Shemansky or Will Post on Twitter. Shemansky, I think it's their best Labs. chance. Arc Labs. Overload, Overload events is gonna be the East Coast regionals. Yeah. Day two events Day will two. be all the Midwest ones, and the Northwest one or the Northwest Pokemon does not have a Twitter, so that's a little bit of a. Yeah, you just gotta hope you. Oh, like, yeah, friends. Yeah, yeah, Chris does this good. Yeah, that's a that's a thing there. West Coast is kind of up in there, but they won't. Maybe. I don't think they'll fill up too much. But maybe maybe they'll see that everybody's complaining. Someone on staff will make a Twitter. I mean, yeah, maybe. we can also just talk. We can try to like talk to them at Salt Lake as well. Yeah, I think I think people are reasonable. Polite, politely, of course, guys. Yeah, yeah. People people are reasonable. They'll figure it out. Um, yeah, I think we'll be all right there. Yeah, we'll have four or five regionals on the West Coast, so it's not. Yeah, I think yeah, yeah, yeah. East. I think East Coast is the ones you really need to be on it's top of. East East Coast and Midwest will fill up pretty quickly. I think yes. like stuff like, um, stuff like your Charlotte, your your Wisconsin, um, Knoxville, even um, yeah. Florida for sure. Like those will fill up. Arlington, yeah. Texas will be pretty probably popping. Um, the flight to Arlington for me is like six hundred dollars. I'm like, why? So close. Our mines, mines are also expensive. I bet I heard there's a Southwest sale currently running, so I'm going to check that right after the podcast. Alright, I'm gonna have to check that out. But uh yeah, gonna... Oh, you my, know my the one the one uh, there's one regional I'm mad about. It's was it Pier the Illinois oh, yeah. Pern... yeah, yeah, Come on. yeah. Come on. Why can't we do Chicago? Why are we in the middle of nowhere? Chicago flight, yeah. hundred and thirty dollars. Pier flight, five hundred dollars. Oh, I'll just stay home. I'll just stay home. It's crazy. Like, if, can some we of just? These locations are very obscure. Some of them are. I looked at them. Some of them are obscure, but we always go to them, like Frankfurt and Knoxville and some yeah. other ones. But Knoxville's not terrible because you can. There's like no. a ton of airports you can fly into. Um, yeah, but it's just a, like I'm thinking as like a traveler, like someone that wants to visit a city. Like, do I want to go to Knoxville? There's not too many. Uh, there's not too many destination cities on this list. I will say that. But also, there's not that many destination cities in America. To be fair, I don't know. Like Charlotte's kind of is fine. Like the, just bigger cities. You know what I'm saying? Charlotte's hey, cool. Portland's cool. That's like, like cool. Yeah. Flor- or Orlando, yeah, I mean, I, Salt Lake. I mean, Orlando's a good one. I mean, I like San Diego, like Toronto, Toronto Vancouver. Like those are all pretty America. good. They're all pretty yeah. good. And then you have like some weird one in the middle of Illinois. That's like doing a regional. In Nevada and going to like Laughlin or something. <laughs> like, I don't know why that is. So that's that's yeah, exactly, that exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's like, yeah. Can we just go to Vegas? Like, I don't know. We'll see. You what? You think you think NAIC going to stay in Columbus? Uh, or Indy? I think it's one of the two. Uh, one I of think the two. The only two convention centers that are like, um, central enough to handle it. I think Columbus definitely can. Um, given. Uh, so I've been to Columbus when they did Origins there as well, okay, and yeah. I've seen them do like the hall, the two halls that we have, plus the two halls next to them for Origins, and that's like a massive amount of space that can occupy a lot, and that's what usually what Origins does. Um, and I think had the MLM conference or whatever not been there this year, um, then we could have potentially booked those rooms as well. Um, but I don't know, like for big for big events like ICs, I'm I'm confident that they have to do the booking well in advance, which I think we can lead into the point that has caused a lot of frustration and controversy. Uh, is LAIC not being announced yet? Um, yeah. It is. We're about two months out. 
Um, there are players who will need to get visas. There are passport issues. And the prices for the tickets are getting to be, for some players, more than the travel awards. Like, I, our Australian friends uh, will have to pay their entire travel award of, like, $3,500 or more to simply fly to Brazil, which is absolutely ridiculous. Like, like, they're going to have to take the option. I mean, they have the option, obviously, if they have travel award to do the um, the flight and hotel. But, yeah. like... What is happening? Like where? Like you? I have to assume these ICs are booked far enough in advance because they oh. they give us the countries, right? Like they give us yeah. the countries already. Like LAIC is Brazil, Oceania is Australia, Europe is in the UK, and North America is in the USA. Like yes, that's a very vast um, range, but like I feel like if you're booking these big events, you have to be able to tell us in advance that like. Hey, what's yeah. like? Like, I mean, pretty, like, I remember last year when we got our schedule, we literally had the first three ICs with locations. Yep, like, I think did. we literally had like all three. Like, I think all the way up to Germany were given to us, um, and I think we had NAIC's location, but just not the dates. Um, yes, which because I I remember I remember vividly booking like finding this like absurdly cheap flight to Frankfurt, and I like booked it. I was just like, I am booking this, and it was like October when I booked. <laughs> um, so it. With LAIC, like, even for myself, where tickets, um, and typically for myself, to be fully transparent to LAIC, have been, like, 800 nonstop from Dulles, which, um, obviously, I'm paying a little bit more to take those nonstop options, like, maybe 100, 200 bucks, but I prefer to have those than what's going on. Right. But this year, my flights are no cheaper than, like, 1,200, 1,300, and I'm getting these one-stops in, like, really bad locations, like, I'm going up to Toronto or Quebec, for example, before I go down. Or I'm going through, like... Latin American countries where I have like an hour stop, which I'm not comfortable with, obviously. Right. Like this is not this is the options are getting limited, the time is getting limited, and I I don't think you want to be gatekeeping your top players from attending an international um by just not giving us the dates. I don't know. It yeah. just kinda it just kinda sucks. Like I think it's a super. lot of players who are like gonna go for sixteen or gonna go for this IC without the stipend, like I think they're being blocked out by the price point now like i think they're being like pu like heavily pushed out by the existing price point of what's happening like yeah. i don't know how you can as a, a player like justify with no stipend saying i'm gonna slam six like sixteen hundred dollars minimum on this trip yeah um, for a full, just for like a flight right like yeah so i don't know this is um this is shaping up to be an interesting start to the season uh but Japan is the carrot at the end of the stick, and that is something that I think a lot of players are very motivated to go to. Um, I do understand for people that are like, we're adults with adult money, and we can go to Japan at any point in our life. It's different because I think when you go, you want to either go with like your partner um, or like friends in general, and it's really hard to kind of wrangle up people and like get right. that squad together. But like, if you know that Worlds is happening, you you know like if I'm like bombing out of the event or something and zach is there I could be like yo zach want to yeah. go get like food or like want to go to like karaoke yeah, or something let's go like, do something or, like, cool or like the players who don't make it to day two for example they can plan a day trip somewhere around like tokyo um because we're close enough with yokohama or you can go to kyoto or nara like all these places that people have bucket lists yeah. um if you can't tell i've been like wanting a japan trip for quite a long time uh yeah. in my own personal life and i had something planned that just fell through due to covid yeah but i remember um, i was i was looking at tickets yeah, you were going to come uh, with us. It was going to uh, be dope. Like, um, it was going to be a really fun trip. Uh, and I think players will make this a little bit of an extended trip as well if they head out there, which I really like enjoy. I know a couple players did that in Europe. Like, I think a couple players um, 
yeah. would go to Europe. I think after London, they like left for like I, I saw some leave for Ireland, some went to Spain, um, some went to France. Like they just made like trips out of it because like once you're already there, like getting around is pretty cheap. Super like, cheap. Yeah. Um, so I think that the carrot at the end of the stick being Japan is crazy, and I, I think we can hit on that a little bit too. Like my personal thoughts is like it's going to be wild. It's going to be absolutely crazy in terms of attendance um, oh, yeah. from people that are not in the event. Um, for for you, Zach, who wasn't actually there in London. There was a lot of players, or not players, but a lot of people um, outside of the event, like Pokemon Go players, uh, people who are just there to collectors, people who are just there to spectate, um, go to the Pokemon Center, all this stuff. Like, there was a lot of people who were um, not even participating in the main event um, that were there, which was kind of crazy to me because I didn't expect that kind of craze, you know? Like, like I I would leave the event hall area, walk outside to, like, um, the the middle section and there would just be like so many people and like I would walk by like the Pokemon Go area like they had like this like picture booth where you could do this like quests for your phone and like people uh-huh. there was like a line of people doing that and it was just like it was crazy it was really cool yeah, now I, what I saw there I expect like 20 times worse in Japan that's what I was thinking in my head I'm like this is gonna be the first world championships in Japan like how like insane is that? That's like insane. Like yes. I want to be, I want to be involved. I want to be there. Yeah, I want to no, be absolutely. in that situation. So like, as much as like, I can go to Japan whenever I want, like I can get a cheap flight during whatever season, go there, have fun. But it's not the same. You're gonna be no, surrounded absolutely. by so many people that like all your friends are people. I mean, all your friends are gonna be there. All, like the experience is just gonna be wild. Like, Japan was amazing when I went with, with just two of my friends. Like, just imagine when I go with, like, 15, 20 of my friends. Like, it's going to yeah, be yeah, fun. Like, literally. Um, the, the numbers are going to be I, insane. You're right, though. The thing that I, like, I know that Japan's also going to do, like, given how they are with, like, their promotion, is, like, I like imagine, like, the subways and, yeah. like... Oh, it's going to be insane. It's going to be like, insane. Everything, everything will promote worlds, which is going to be one of the craziest things. Like, like the whole city... I, like, like from everything. what I understand, the, they have this tournament yearly, and the top four players become their like four kings, and they like promote these guys and like like TPC promotes them in like their Pokemon centers and like That's does the... like photo shoots and uses them in their YouTube videos and has them as like official casters. I think Shintaro is one of them. I know, um, I think Yoshiyuki is, is another. Like these guys are like very very good players that, um, Japan loves to use. So like you can, and it might be crazy for us to go too because there's going to be players out there who have been following, like, the Western scene, or us in general, like, I, I guarantee you, like, Azul's gonna have so many people that want to just, like, take That's pictures true. of him or talk to him. Uh, same with Tor, like, I can, I guarantee you, like, these guys who have been following, like, our tournaments, like, I'm sure people all watched NAIC and watched Azul win. Like, I'm sure yeah. people have watched, like, um, Tor win those ICs across time. Like, this yeah. is gonna be really cool. Like, this is gonna be a really cool, this is, like, the first time, I think, it's going to feel like we are on a global scale uh, compared to like having a world right? in the U.S. Um, yeah, like I think you're right. I think like going there, as soon as you get off the plane, you're going to feel the impact of the event, which is yeah. like super cool to think about, actually. Like, because like here you go to like NAIC or something, you're like no one knows anything until you get to the venue. You're like, oh, there's a big Pikachu or something. Uh, like once you get off the plane, you might just see... Pokemon stuff is everywhere. It's crazy. So that's kind of dope. That's super dope. Um, but we gotta get there. We gotta, yep. we gotta get our invites. That starts in 
two days. Minimum goal, minimum goal is the invite, and then yes. for myself, I will be chasing 16 for at 16. least one more year. Right. Um, I was going to take a chill pill on this year, uh, focus on life, get some get my master's going, get all that stuff done, but uh, right. they announced Japan, I was just like, fuck. Let's get it. I was like, might as well, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Could be fun. Um, but let's 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 break this down for everybody. We're going to Baltimore. Uh, if you're going to Baltimore, we are playing. Um, what is it? Sword and Shield to Pokemon Go. Um, yeah, yeah, no, Pokemon. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No Lost Origins. I'm sorry. We'll talk Lost Origins next week, uh, which I have a lot to talk about. I played in a tournament of Lost Origins last week, so it's kind of fun, but. I haven't played Lost Origins yet, but I have seen a lot of the decks coming out of it, and I'm pretty excited to try some of the stuff. Yeah, it looks so. fun. It was fun. But that's not why we're here this week. Let's talk Baltimore and what to expect. And I think we'll just jive into the big three. We have Mew, we have Polkio, we have uh, Flying Pikachu, Arceus builds. Um, yeah. Is Flying Pikachu the best deck? It won uh, Worlds. No. Nope. I mean, it won Worlds. Really it, it was like first, second. What, what was it? First, second. First, second, third. Yes, and it did very well at the IC, at NAIC as well. And then one NAIC. Very, I think it is a very high roll option where you're just saying like Path Morning will get you there. And I mean, okay. it's been proven that they did it, right? They did it at two yeah. big events, like back to back. Like, you can't disrespect it, obviously. But I do think Palkia is still the best deck in the game. Really? Um, because I think Palkia is the best deck going first um, compared to every other deck in the game. I, I think agree. if you go first as Palkia, like, you are immediately putting pressure on your opponents with the turn to just pop them and go in kind of thing. Like, you have, yeah. you have so much agency. There's options, too. Um, yeah. But that, that is a caveat. I think you have to be, be playing the four VIP pass for year to build, like, that my group plays. Um, pretty frequently because I I um have talked to like some of the players who played Pika like Andre um and I are friends like Andre and I were talking at Worlds um and Milosov who made his deck was talking about how um they were confident that if you don't play the four VIP pass like Palkia is significantly like disadvantaged into that matchup because like if like Palkia needs to get like going on turn one and so finding that VIP pass is really important especially going first um so I do think Palkia is still the best deck. Now, will Palkia have a target on its back? Yes. Will Pika have a target on its back? Yes. Uh, will Mew have a target on its back? Yes. So right. you are kind of going into the end of a format, and what that means is you're playing matchup lottery to an extent. Um, unless agree. someone really breaks the mold and really goes crazy and finds something, we're playing matchup lottery. But in years past, we have not seen that happen. Like, if a deck like that will come out, it'll probably be, it would have come out at the World Championships. And I don't think anyone had something crazy enough that like was off the radar that nobody expected you know like we we didn't see like for example 2019 worlds like we didn't we didn't see something like henry brands Mewtwo, too like where that right. was so meta defining and game changing or pidgey like the ddg pidgey like those were two decks that like were so off the wall and off the radar that like you could you did not you could not prepare for them heading into worlds no. um so we don't have that we don't we didn't have that at worlds this year and i we we had one weird deck but it didn't do well right it was what towards list with the vega vault but vega, vega ludicolo well. yeah but every player yeah. who played that vega ludicolo deck was like out of the tournament by like round four yeah like i think Tord, like i think Tord went like two three yeah. i think nico started oh three robin was like one one two one or something like that like all, all everyone who played that deck like they did not they well. just did not do well like they they, yeah. they got like i think they like some of them played it out to the end 
but playing playing it out because it's worlds doesn't mean that yeah, your deck no. is any better. Like, yeah, it didn't. Um, it didn't make top thirty-two. Let's go with that. Yeah. Uh, I mean, so it was, it was a harsh moment. Yeah. Yeah. If we're, are you cutting the decidui? Are you adding dark um, attackers? I think so. I think that's yeah. probably the better better way to do it. I think like you have to expect everyone's playing Dunny from here on out. That's so a, that's what I was gonna say. Are we playing Dunny? Yeah, you have to. I think you like if you yeah. saw Disadvantage being all three of the top Correct. three placing decks at Worlds, like you kind of have to play Dunny. And if you don't, well, I think it's just going to be a slow descent into madness, where yeah. like you will find someone who copycatted one of the top three lists. Um, and I do expect people to copycat the top three lists. Just pick it up, copy paste, and play it. And when that happens, you will get rolled. Like you will right. just get absolutely rolled by like that one Disadvantage. Um, and I mean, even with Dunny, um, I think you're still disadvantaged because. Against the Decidueye build, I think you might still be like actually unfavored because they play the four boss for that reason. Yeah. They play the four boss so you can, they can chase down the Dunsparce, they can bring it up at their own agency, and they can set up their Decidueye. Like, Decidueye is still really good. I think there's a world where you can play, like, I don't know, like more of a hybrid where you can play, like, a 1 1 Decidueye and, like, a 1 1 Crobat or something and just play, like, a bunch of different energies. But also, you're getting way too clunky at that point, and I'm, like, yeah. really scared of going to that many 1 ofs when you can't search them reliably. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I, think... I mean, it worked for the top three places in the world, so like, right? That's what I'm saying. Maybe, yeah. maybe it's fine. Like, in, in it's vacuum, like... like it's tough because at that like, point maybe, you're maybe trying maybe to check for everything. Yeah. Like, I think I'm like you, know. you always think like, am I missing something? Right? Because like in your head, when I look at this list, which is like, I mean, you have a two-two Decidueye, you have a three-two Pikachu, and then you have a bunch of support Pokemon with Arceus. Um. You're attacking for like two two big matchups and kind of taking the L to Mew. Um, I mean, yeah, you have the Path Morny and you have to kind of yeah. like pray that your Path Morny works. And um, yeah. I mean, it does sometimes. Like, um, it, Sam does, played, it does. In, in the open, Sam City played against four Mews and he went 4 0 because he just put Path Morny and it worked. And yeah. I played against two Mews and I went 1 1 because Path Morny worked one set and the other set it didn't. And that's yeah. how it goes. I play the four path too, which is I mean that's when it comes when it comes down to me you know like path path can it can path marketing can just be good enough so that makes it tough too I think you might not you might not need the dark matchup but no you might not need it yeah yeah and also you're right just Dunspark's probably not good enough to be honest but you still have to play it. I think you still have to play it so you have to force them to take a turn take off turn. yeah I agree. Yeah. It's it's like a necessary evil. Um, I think what the list should be doing, uh, in my personal opinion, is playing like a way to one shot an Arceus on turn one, or turn two. Sorry, like your first turn attacking, like either playing a copy of Choice Belt, Goon, like playing a copy of those, or like playing nice. Powerful Energy, like something. Um, I think just because like if you go if you go first, like if you can do something like that, you can just run away with the whole game. Right. So maybe you just like scrap the whole Decidueye dry package and just say like fuck it, we're going in. Um, because Maybe. I've always like I've always like enjoyed when I think there was that dark build like the arc dark intel where they yeah. just played the belt the goon like super early to try to get that like pop off cheese pop and like it made it impossible and yeah. it made it really hard in the mirror to come back because you can't out heal them at some point like you're gonna hit into them and they get the free boss on your other Arceus and then yeah. they, they take four before you even take two and then at that point they just can play the out healing war on you and um, that might like I know there's no healing in these lists but there's a world where like Bring symbol thing gets employed yeah and like if you have to put the pika down or something like that you can just get chased down 
by like a, yeah. a other Pika on the other side. So, um, and it's also just another basic. Like Goon is just another basic where you can like put that down on turn one to not get roped um, against Mew if they're playing the Melowetta version still. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I think I think um, there is room for innovation and adapt and adaptation. It's just not going to be crazy um, in this format. Yeah, I agree. It's um, the format feels pretty revealed like you know i mean all these people worked really hard to go to worlds and they put a lot of effort and that's where we're still standing i'm sure someone's trying to do something i don't know if they'll they'll figure something out i've tried a lot of stupid stuff none of it's really working um i'm in i'm in a weird zone i've been playing a lot of different stuff but i think sticking with one of the top threes and just Hoping for the best is, is the best choice at this point. Yeah. We're playing a 1100 man regionals, probably like probably yeah. a thousand people. So like your nine rounds are gonna be crazy. It's just, you're, it's yeah, just you're, you never know. Like you just never yeah. know what you're gonna go against. So play something you're used. Yeah, you know I mean, I don't. Know. When let's look at let's talk about Palkia. Obviously, it's a good deck. It, yep. it does well. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I think it has the most versatile. Um, it hits really high numbers. Um, it sets up very quickly. <sighs> its Mio matchup is really good. Um, yep. And and the way if Arceus is going to be thought to be played heavily, you might get more Mew players, which internally helps you. So... It's a triangle meta. Like uh, I think Arceus yeah. also has a really mess up as a player because like you could even overbench by one Pokemon, and all of a sudden Palkia is hitting these numbers that you didn't expect right. them to hit. Like so, you 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 give these decks rooms to mess up. Yeah, I think that's true. Like uh, with with Palkia, there is a lot of um, chances for you to play uh, someone that doesn't understand the matchup as as well, and just feeds into these numbers that uh, that you talk about which is kind of nice to have as, as a Pokey player um yeah there, I don't know there's not really much more I think your guys' list for, for Pokeo is great I think Pokeo is kind of straightforward on what it's going to do um there's options obviously decisions you can you can kill two baby Pokemon on turn two with, with Ninja you can there's a lot of stuff you could do um I think that it's the most versatile deck so uh, i i'm I'm with you on it being probably the best deck in the format um obviously the flying pikachu is a problem i don't know what you can do about it um which uh, makes it makes it a big risk if if you think a lot of people are just gonna play flying pikachu i don't know if you want to play it into that yeah i mean i think i think if you're playing palkia you have to be like confident in yourself as a player and like yeah. understand that Palkia has to like you have to do a lot to make Palkia even work properly. Yeah. But if you are confident, then yeah, go for it. Yeah, I agree. Let's talk about Mew. There's two lists going around. There's the four DCE list, and then there's the Meloetta list. Um, yep. The advantages of the four DCE list they play some supporters that aren't. Aren't. Yeah, you, you, boss you can play someone yeah. like Marnie. Your hand doesn't get stuck as much. Um, right. you, but you're basically like, uh, you're like limited to like a two, 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 like strategy. A lot of the time you're limited to like a boss, yeah. boss, boss, like that's your game plan and you lose a lot of pressure. Um, Early. especially when you go second. Yeah. And I think the Maloetta obviously just has the best turn one, um, 
turn pot like possible to have a great turn one where you just can end a game on turn one killing their one attacker or their one card that's set up their one i don't know froki or or i mean sobble like there's a lot of options you can do with that so i don't know if i'm playing Mew, i'm playing the meloetta i just I, I i don't want to give up that pressure um i think stealing stealing games away is just nice um, but I do think you gotta play catchers. Uh, I think the catchers are just, like, the Pokemon matchup's already bad, and I think catchers give you a chance to, to, like, steal games away from Pulkia. Yeah, like, I agree. They just have one Pulkia, and you can just kill the Pulkia on turn one, you can win, but you, you need the catchers. If, if you're gonna play the four, four DCE one, you're kind of like that Pokemon. You gotta flip heads. You gotta go first, and and have a really good turn two and kill Pokemon. I agree. Uh, which which sucks, but I think I think having the option of playing Mew and being okay with going first or second is like very underrated. I don't think a lot of people realize how underrated that is. Because a lot of decks really benefit going first. Like Pokemon really benefits going first. So does Arceus, where if you play Mew and you're going first or second, you're playing the Meloetta list, and you don't really care about the coin flip, which is kind of nice. Um, but it is a triangle. Like, obviously it, it your matchup. Oh, yeah. Yeah. With the, obviously your matchup against Arceus, which might not be as great. I think people, you're right. I don't, people might just start cutting the Decidueye line and start adding those dark techs back into the deck, and and it could be a, a tougher matchup, but in the past we've seen Mew still be able to fight off the Dark Text, and your matchup's still good because you can kill Narcius very quickly. So I still think yeah. even with the Dark Text, the Mew matchup's tough for Arceus. No, they're definitely still yeah. favored, especially if they go first. It feels really hard really, to play the yeah. game, I think. And then, obviously, Flying Peak's super good into Palkia, and then Palkia's super good into... Oh, Mew. So, with those three, I mean, it is what it is. Like, you you pick one of those, whichever one you think you you have the most confidence with. I think, obviously, Pokia is probably the hardest one out of three to play. Mm-hmm. Um, Mew is pretty straightforward. And I think a lot of people have a lot of time on Mew. So, I think that one... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mew is probably one where you see, like... You didn't see it at Worlds too much because a lot of the Day 2 players are not, like, fans of Mew. In Correct. particular, but like I think a lot of players have put a lot of time into Mew, and it's like one of their decks that they really enjoy. So, yeah. um, and it kind of kind of just does, you know. I mean, it has one path. It's going for the two, 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 or, or like targeting something down. Like you kind of know what you're doing. So, and then uh, RCS list just kind of just text for everything and you match up you, you, you kind of have to have the mindset of knowing the matchups and, yeah. and doing what you need to do there but let's talk about like the fourth fifth decks let's talk reggie's let's talk charizard radiant um i mean i mean those are actually good right like they're they're like your single prize decks that can like steamroll matchups but i think reggie's obviously has a problem with i think both have a problem with pika um and i okay. think that's like kind of the scary thing right like both decks can't really answer into pika right. super well um you and played Reggie's, right? I did play Reggie's at Worlds, yeah. Um, Is that what you I, found? I, I, no, no, I mean, to be fair, I didn't expect 
like Pika was a deck that was lower on my radar. Okay. Uh, like I think I thought Pika was just like a gener- generally bad deck for Worlds um, okay. because I don't I didn't think it dealt with the meta the way it did. But I guess the Decidueye was something that I completely overlooked. Um, our group ended up uh, selling on a Slay King build um, with the the uh, Pika deck, and I was going pretty even with it. And I felt fine, um, but I think Reggie's uh, has to deal with Pika. Um, I think Empoleon V might be played a little bit. I don't expect a lot of it yet. I think in Lost mm. Lost Origin it'll be played more, but. Uh, and I do think if Paul K continues to play Tool Jammer, the matchup is slightly unfavorable. Um, and also, RCS putting Dunsparce back in their decks is really annoying uh, because, true. like, that was like a kind of a freebie matchup if they didn't. And if they start doing that again, it's like you're kind of getting collateral a little bit. Um, Reggie's was definitely like uh, I think a play that was still fine for Worlds. Uh, I, I would not have changed my play given uh, what happened. Um, I think I still could have. Like, I think if things went a little bit different. Um, those like the Pikas wouldn't have been up there, the Muse would have been up there, and the Palkis would have been up there. And I think that Reggie could have also been up there. Um, yeah. Like I think if like Pablo could have been the one that top eight it, for example. Um, but I do think that moving forward this this weekend, I don't think Reggie's is necessarily the best play. Um, you're kind of banking on hitting a lot of Palkia and um, Mew, and I think yeah. you could do that and kind of hope for that to happen. Um, I think you can beat Pika if you play, like, four rope, um, like, two boss or something. But at that point, you're losing a lot of your turbo in your deck. True. Um, it's tough. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. The setup's tough. There's a lot of single-card, like, yeah. counters. It's a, it's difficult. I'd pick a different deck to high roll with if I was playing a yeah. deck. And when we go... I, I tried to play the Radiant Charizard deck last night. And I think it's just super high skill cap. I it's think, so hard. Yeah, super hard. If, I was like, if we had one more night at Worlds, I think our entire group would have shifted to something Radiant Zard related. But right. we had put a lot of time into it at the beginning of the format, um, coming off of NAIC. Um, and then we kind of decided that it wasn't good enough to deal with um, some of the tougher matchups, like Arc Italian. Yeah. And I think Paul K was still like a 50-50, which we didn't like. And then... After watching Ross like absolutely dominate day one with it, we took some time to sit down and um, try and figure it out. And we didn't. We like all felt like we don't have enough reps with the deck, and like I feel right. like we all felt that there was something like we're we're fundamentally missing to actually play it correctly. Um, but I yeah. could, uh, but I could see like some players bringing it um, because it's a very high skill intensity deck uh, when you can set up everything properly you can set up checkmates super easily yeah um I, the only problem is pika is still kind of a problem Pika's a problem i also just think this deck might be a little popular just because it is charizard there are people that are coming just to have fun um so definitely something to look out for obviously you don't you know, i wouldn't tech for it but I don't know, out of the three games I played, or not three games, like, the games I played last night, um, it just it just felt like I didn't know what I, I... It's been a long time since I played a deck, and I just felt like I didn't know what I, I'm supposed to do. And I'm like, sure. all right. There's a lot of decisions to be made, and resources are all really important. Yeah, Prizing resources are really bad. bad as well. So. Prizing is bad, and just, like, if your opponent doesn't knock you out, things get very, like... Do I just pass? Like, what do I do? Like, can yeah, I get yeah, five you, energies you on this? Hands. Like, you yeah, gotta, you gotta set up your hand in a way that like is yeah. conducive to continue playing. Path, There's a lot of Path Marnie is like 
annoying, especially if you're setting up your hands and then like if if uh Empoleon was annoying because then you can't Garmin dies, like there's a lot of things that were just like very awkward and like I'm just trying to think. Like, there was just a lot of thinking and not knowing, like, not playing enough to have a, any, like, there's no way I could play the deck. I'm like, especially nine rounds and be confident. Obviously, there was games I played where I was like, oh, all right. Like, I just, uh, Raihan, get this card, I'll knock hey, out. Yeah, sometimes, the, sometimes the hands play itself. Yeah. But it's probably one of the lesser decks. Yeah, it's um, just, it does it. Yeah, super, super skill intensive. And it's definitely not something you can just pick up and play. But I think I think there's probably some players that um are very talented and, and picked that up right away and went for it, you know, and, and they they might I could say doing good I could say doing real well, uh, definitely like its matchups are very well if you know what you're doing like those top three I don't think I think they're close but they're not I think they're still favored Charizard was uh, even even Pikachu I think you can get around the Pikachu. Uh, I mean, I think the Pikachu's got to get like a really good setup where you can't get it, go around it. But even then, I don't know. I don't know. I think the matchups are great. But again, I think you just lose to yourself not knowing how to play the deck. So I, I definitely wouldn't pick that up right away. Um, what are some sleeper picks? What are some sleeper picks you think? Um, I put a video on this actually yesterday, I think. Um, okay. I think um, I think Arc Draldon is like an really good place in this metagame. I think Arc Draldon is like another one of those high roll decks that can really pop off. Yeah, you don't have the typing, but I think Draldons are like a bitch to get through. Like Draldons, like one of those cards that's like really hard to get through. And if you're like subscribing to the like, let me just research and play my game like strategy. Like, yes, you yeah. don't have Path Morning, but I think you have a better like a better chance to beat Mew than um, the other Arc um, deck. Uh-huh. Like Arc Pika, and I think um, Arc Pika. Uh, I think you have a decent matchup in Arc Pika. I think you have a decent matchup into um, Palkia. Like I think, I think every like bench is like, super like small. Yeah. yeah, I think all those matchups are like super manageable. And I think like if you kind of just play your cards right, you could be okay. And I think there's like one of those matchups, like the decks, that, like it, it. You auto and Gigas. Um, you auto mm-hmm. uh, like Radiant Zard should be like actually super easy as well because like they don't ever get to those numbers where they can do something with Duraldon. on. Um, Especially if your board is just arc, like one arc and two draw on VMAXs, like what are they going to do? They can't go through the whole thing. Um, you're out healing them uh, with hyper potions and stuff like that, so they can't even ship damage. Um, so that's like probably my sleeper pick. It's probably the deck that I'm considering that's off the wall that's not like not Palkia or something. Um, and it's like probably the only deck that like I can see myself just like bringing and saying like I'm just going to draw cards and like play the game. And like I, I think like super boring, but like might get the job done. done, right? Like, yeah, might down, get the play. job done. <laughs> Um, try to play my nine rounds of Pokemon, try to make it to my extra five, and then play some more rounds of Pokemon, and then I just sit there and research every round. Right. And, um, and I, I have a really cool ability called Starbirth, Starbirth that lets me, you know, play the game turn two every time. Um, yeah. And that's, like, kind of the strategy that I might use this time around, because I have uh, honestly not touched my cards since Worlds. Uh, they are still packed in my bag, uh, so I'm really hoping I have the cards I need. <laughs> uh, uh, I, I literally have been super burnt out since Worlds, so I think um, yeah. touching my cards has been... Uh, like, I don't even know if I have it in me to, like, play this weekend. I mean, I will, obviously, because it's obviously. a 40 drive, but yeah. uh, I am... We'll see what happens. Uh, right. I'm, I don't have any high expectations for myself uh, at all, but I think that's my sleeper pick for this event. Uh, yeah. I'll be playing it probably and winning the event, so... Okay. 
that's not bad. Um, I don't really have a sleeper pick to be honest. I've been, I think the format's figured out. I like the Drilldon. Um, I guess I guess we could throw like something with Jolteon. You know, maybe that Jolteon. I think a lot of people are cutting the Jolteon, which is probably smart because it's pretty dead into like a lot of matchups. But I don't know. People could be thinking no one's gonna play the Jolteon. Just go back all Inteleon engines and just get rolled over by by the 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 Jolteon builds. I mean, oh, you could also just throw any type of like V Max into an Arceus deck and do pretty well, to be honest. Yeah, uh, we've seen that in the past. So something like that could could be a sleeper pick. Arceus is very um, versatile. I don't see any. Like off the wall decks, um, making a, a splash. I mean, I'll be very surprised if something comes. Someone comes out with a different archetype, and does well. So, yeah, I don't really see anything like that. But I do like the draw done. Um, sleeper. It's also just like a hard gut check. Like I feel like I could just get absolutely shit on and like you go could. like one four or something. But I feel like it's the only thing I would in, like see myself playing outside of. Um, like the tradition, like I like there's a, like a ninety percent chance to play Palkia just because like it is the best deck in the format and it gives me the most chance to outplay people. But besides that, yeah, <laughs> I agree with that. It's not too bad. Um, if you're just gonna go for points, what deck you playing? Mew. Yeah, I agree. I think Mew. Uh, Mew. The fusion. The fusionless Mew is a deck that actually our group had built as well. Okay. And I wish like I had pulled the I had the balls to pull the trigger at Worlds. Um, I unfortunately was in day one. I saw a lot of dark stuff, so I got really scared. Um, uh, like our player, we sent into day one. Harris ended up going three three, and I think all three of his losses were to like Inteleon plus dark stuff. And yeah, I was just like tough. absolutely the absolutely the fuck not. I'm not sitting down and just getting <laughs> just beat up by dark. one Galarian Moltres. Like and I, you literally lose to one Galar Moltres. Like I just I'm not doing yeah. that. Um, and if I like the Gigas was my backup, so like that's where I went. But had I like pulled the trigger on Mew, I think I would have. Well. actually like had a good time like a really easy i think it would have been a, like given my matchups obviously things would have shifted because uh yeah. what happened but like i would have raffle stopped worlds i think yeah. i think so i think I, I agree with you i think me was very um you can just win games on turn one you you have a lot of options i think it's the most um wrapped deck i think there's so many lists that that you can look up and you can test there's a lot of stuff so, and you can just steal victories very easily with that with that list and getting getting your five i, don't know, I think like even like five three is going to get you points now you're making day two i think there's that many masters yeah, I, think, I think we'll have what day we'll have over 800 so 256 kicker yeah. activates yeah so yeah so i think i think getting think five victories four, 40 is like a really nice number to pick up even yeah. like you can get that like that's, that's nice yeah that's what i'm saying so like just getting five wins, I think. I think Muse probably your best bet. I don't think you're gonna outplay yourself. Um, I think other decks in the top, you can overthink it and outplay yourself. I think Muse is very straightforward. You're gonna, you know, you know your game plan. You're going for that two, two, two. Just bosses, orders, catchers. Let's move on with our life um, strategy, and you can win with that. So yeah, I'm with you on that. I think Muse your points getter. Um, what deck should you not play? Zard, I think playing yeah. Zard box, like if you're not 
super well versed with it um or uh, like a top 50 player is like kind of suicide into this big event because you're gonna have to play perfectly for a potential 27 games on day one into a potential like 15 to 18 games on day two into more um that includes prize checking properly hoping things aren't prized every game like you're putting a lot on the line and it doesn't have the same kind of like uh assertiveness and agency that the old urshifu had uh like euic like you don't have the same amount of like i can checkmate you so easily um with the way this game can go you don't have that like you don't have that level of threat assessment where so many things can go wrong with this deck and i don't i don't think um there's so many i I think i think you'll i think players will make a play that doesn't seem like a mistake but like four turns later you'll realize like using that one net um correct it has lost you the game like using that one net or using that one quick ball or level ball has lost you the game and that's like a terrible feeling because like that's not something you can fully recover from moving forward into like a next round like you're thinking about it like it's going to stick with you and so i think um why work so hard for your wins when you get this one like arc pika like I, I don't know like just yeah it's just, it's tough i, I know charizard's super fun i i, I mean it's charizard i think a lot of people will just want to play charizard it's just it's not it's, you're not that guy i'm just saying you're not that guy you're, you're, not, you're not that guy i don't even think i'm that guy with sorry yeah, like, I don't, that's what i'm saying like I, I was like i was panicking yesterday i'm like i don't know what to play like everything sucks um I don't like the triangle. Uh, I'm like, Charizard probably has a good matchup into all three. I'm just going to play Charizard. Play like three games. I'm like, oh, I'm not that guy. I'm not him. Like, like to, to even think about trying to make these decisions for nine rounds, and, and you got to be pretty much perfect to, to, to even like get one victory. Like, and you, and you got to do it twice. Also, if you lose a game, like the odds are like you're going to tie. You're gonna tie. Like you're, yeah, if, you're if, you, if you lose game one, your best case scenario is a tie. Like you, you are playing down to that sixth prize like almost yep. every game. Every like, time you're 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 not playing a deck that can just like no. in, inherently be powerful and steamroll something. Like that's not yes. that's, that's not the scope of your deck. Like no, so like it's just not it's not the play. Um, as much fun you think you're gonna have, you're not gonna have fun. Um, so don't play that. What what decks win in the tournament? <laughs> Palkia. I'm putting my money yeah. on Palkia. I think good players will bring Palk. Yeah. I think there'll be more good players that bring Palkia that uh, will, like, uh, players like Isaiah, uh, players like Azul. Like, I don't know if Azul will play Palkia necessarily, but, like, yeah. I think Palkia will be in the winning deck. Like, I don't know if it'll be Palkia Ice Rider or whatever, but I think Palkia will be in the winning deck. That's true. We didn't talk Ice Rider, but Ice Rider is definitely a play um, that we, sh- we should have talked about, but we ain't got time for that now. I think, um, I I just think Flying Peak is probably going to win again. Um, sure. I, mean, I, I think there's gonna, easily. Yeah, I just think um, Palkia is great. I think you're right. A lot of players are going to, a lot of good players are going to play Palkia. And they're going to be up there in the top eight, and they're going to get beat by Flying Peak again three times in a row, which is just how it is. It is what it is. But uh, I think, I think. I think something similar to the the world's list will win. I think the you're right. I don't think Dunsparce is good enough. I think people are gonna play the Dunsparce. They're gonna still get beat up by the Decidueye. Um, I don't think the Mio matchup is like as like one sided as people think it is. Um, I still think it's tough for me to even win that matchup. 
if they have like but like again marty path is just really good so like i don't even think you need dark stuff to beat it so i think that deck is super like so much yeah yeah like it worked it worked for people like yeah, it would just obviously you, if, if it doesn't work you get fucked but like yeah it is proven to work over and over again so yeah so yeah i think that wins i'm not gonna play it even though i know that sounds stupid but i i don't like mirror matches and if i'm gonna play a mirror match i'd rather play a mew mirror match so i'm probably gonna play mew yeah um, mew mirror matches like one of those decks that's just inherently so powerful so yeah it's super powerful, and I think I'm going to end up playing the Meloetto build, which I think is really good into the the 4DCE build, which if I'm going to play Mirrors, I, I'm cool with uh, with them playing that list. So sounds better to me. Um, yeah. I think that's where we're at. I think the event's going to be fun. Um, a Baltimore should be fun. The weather... It's not too hot out there. Um, no, it'll be nice this weekend. Yeah, it'll be nice. The, the convention center is like downtown area, which is cool. I've never been to Baltimore, so I'm kind of excited. Um, warning to um, players: just don't walk, walk, don't walk too far at night from the yeah. area. I mean, downtown Baltimore is not known for its um, safety. So <laughs> okay, yeah, no baseball game this weekend, which kind of sucks. I'm, I'm a big uh, baseball a, stadium. And there is a football game. Might have to might might have to look into going to that. That's not a bad idea. So check that out. Um if you don't day two. But maybe maybe we hit that five three mark, get some points and go to the football game. Not a bad right. idea. I am not going to a Ravens game. I don't I don't care about the Ravens. I'm not, I don't like football either, but like I think I don't know, when you're in I mean doing something like that's just like an experience. I don't know. It matters how much it is too. Football games are usually expensive. Base, that's why I like baseball I mean, games. The, Raven, the Ravens aren't that. I mean, Ravens Dolphins no. shouldn't be like a big ticket game. Oh, hopefully. I don't know. I don't know. What, like a baseball game, you can get into a baseball game for like forty bucks and get good seats. Like yeah, I don't know. True. But there's also like a million baseball games. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like a football game, they only have like eight in the whole stadium for the whole year, and like. Tickets are just expensive just because okay, of that. It's a hundred bucks still. That's that's yeah. Expensive. It's probably like nosebleed hundred. Yeah, nosebleed hundred is probably what I'm. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. Probably not. But maybe I don't know. It matters how we how we're feeling that weekend. But yeah, I think we broke it down. Don't play Charizard. Play play the top three decks. Reggie's probably not the best pick. Um, there's some Drowdon, sleeper Drowdon. Um, definitely don't. F- Try to reinvent the format. It's not a good idea. And uh, overall, just have fun. I think the event's going to be fun. I think it's going to be run really well. Oh, blast, yeah. yeah. I think the TO is very um, informative. Very, no, I love Christine. Christine's right. Yeah. yeah. Like on Twitter, definitely go on Twitter, follow all these people. Down below is um, a bunch of links to anyone who's a new player. If you're a new player and you want to get into the game, there's a ton of I, I link like every content creator that I know down below that, that gives out good content for um, new players. Um, make sure you like, subscribe to this. Um, Spotify, Apple Music, Rolls, Rolls, TikToks down there. So, so do that. Um, got anything else? Nope. I'm chilling. Nope. I'm chilling too. I, I'm, I'm excited for this weekend. It'll be fun to see you. It's been a minute. Um, 
yeah guys let's let's have fun we'll see how, let's get some points have fun um if you see us don't don't be afraid to hit us up we're always down to hang out and talk yeah come say hi i buy yeah. uh, worlds and like a lot of events recently there's been a lot of people coming up and saying hi to me and yeah. it's um it's honestly like one of the coolest things in the world to have people like just come talk to me and like take my picture, right. your picture and stuff like that so yeah it's been it was super it's super cool when anyone ever says hey i do i love the podcast or I watch your podcast, like, super, like, crazy to even think that people will want to listen to this. And I, I know we come and go a lot. Um, and every time we go, I always get messages that are just like, yo, I need the podcast back. I miss the podcast. Or go to a regional, like, oh, you're the dude from the podcast. Like, that stuff feels good. It's really cool to see, like, the community actually enjoys um, the content I put out. So... Yeah, definitely. If you see me, um, say what's up. I'm, I'm I'm a nice guy most of the time, unless I'm O three and I'm leaving. Dude, don't don't talk to me. All right, no, I'm just fine. At that point, if I'm O three, I'm laughing and it's it's just not my day. But uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoy the content. Um, we'll be back next week with Lost Origin stuff. Um, I don't think either of us are going to Illinois, right? Uh, no, I can't make it. I have a wedding. Yeah, so neither has gone there, but we'll definitely play test because Salt Lake City, you're going. Well, I'll be there, yeah. Yeah, I'll be at Salt Lake, so I should be at mo- more likely but, than not everything else. Yeah, I'll be at all West Coast for sure, and then NAIC for sure, and then it all just comes down to how many points I'm actually getting. Because then, you know, if I gotta spend some more money, head over to the to a, to the East Coast, we might have to do that. But yeah, yeah, we're gonna try to we're gonna try to just stay on the West Coast because I don't know East Coast is old. I don't like it. Not as fun. But yeah, I think that's it. I think it's time to scoop it up. Oh, oh, oh.